He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. Uh, the website is awkwardwithevan.com. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and on social media, it's uh, Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, this episode, uh, a new guy. New face, my newest Facebook friend, I believe, um, chose to interview him because he started a group on the Facebook about cryptocurrency, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I dabble, I'll I'll talk to you about it. So I brought him on. Uh, his name is Christopher Owens, uh, from Philly, now in Jersey. Um, we talked a lot, of, mostly about Bitcoin and on all the other coins and mining and whatever that was. I, you can look it up. He, he explains it though. Chris gets into that. And then I do get his takes on some of his favorite shows and how shows are kind of ripping each other off, which was kind of interesting. Um, as well as what he recommends on Amazon. Uh, so, uh, it's mostly about Bitcoin. So if that's your thing, if you're curious what it's all about, we're not experts. Uh, he, me more, not an expert than him, but he's not an expert either, but you know, we, we enjoy it. Uh, and it's an interest. So let's just hear from Christopher Owens. This is Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I have a new Facebook friend because I was interested in the same interests as him. Uh, I joined his specified group on Facebook, and now we're friends, and now we're talking. And that's what Skype and this podcast does. Christopher Owens, welcome to Socially Awkward. Thank you very much. And you're (laughs) supporting the Philadelphia Eagles, I see. Absolutely. Very very excited Uh, for this weekend? Though, though they're, they're, they're struggling a bit right now uh, with uh, without their uh, commander-in-chief, their true commander-in-chief. But uh, uh, hopefully, you know, they'll still uh, they'll still push through. Cool. Do you think they're going to pull it off this There's weekend? That so far. I don't know when I'm going to air this, but do you think they're going to pull off their game against We're, the Falcons? I, I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's tossed in the air. I mean, the last <laughs> two games, it's into their teeth lately. So... Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Cool. I don't have any hopes. I'm like, I, I, I mean, I, I have some hopes, but I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna guess one way or the other. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. Um, I guess we'll get to the main thrust of how we became connected was uh, you're you're saying you're not an expert. I'm even less of an expert, but we're both uh, a fan of Bitcoin. So so tell me what yep. you know and how you found out about it. All right. Well, I'll. Um... So, so the way that I found out about it was basically I, uh, okay, so I have a tech startup. Um, it's actually like a mobile app called Linksphere. It's like a, it's a business networking, um, CRM system. So I can, you know, like scan your business cards in and keep track of your contacts and do follow-ups and all kind of stuff. So I have, I have that company. And so I'm like really into the startup scene and I was listening to this one podcast, different podcast on, uh, by this one angel investor. And, um, and it's really funny because you know, like before I started listening to this podcast recently, um, 
my wife was like, hey, what do you think about Bitcoin? I was like, I was like eh, I'm not interested in that shit. You know, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I was listening to this podcast, and in the podcast, he kept having guests uh, periodically that were like related to the crypto industry, either people who were launching their own coin or were behind Ethereum, or or he was just debating, you know, either side of it, you know, and um, it was just like whether I wanted to or not, I was absorbing knowledge about it, and uh, my reality on it, my my awareness about what what it was, it started to increase. And I was like, ah, all right. I gotta look into this. <laughs> I gotta find out more about this now, and uh, and I started to do that, and uh, and it was uh, it was pretty interesting. The thing that that's that really caught my attention on it was when I learned about mining. Okay, and, what's uh, mining? So, okay, so the underlying technology of like how cryptos work is, and they're called cryptos because it's you know encrypted. Yeah, you know the information is encrypted, but basically it's like this. So. Every five or ten minutes, let's say, um, all the transactions that happened within that period of time, within those five or ten minutes, are like aggregated into a, a block. Yeah. Okay. It's like a mini ledger, and it's all that it shows that you know this this guy bought bitcoins. It doesn't have names, but it, it's like you know a purchase of bitcoins, a sale of it. Um, uh, this person paid for this other thing. It's all aggregated into this one block. And all those transactions have to be verified. And the way they're verified is they're compared to the previous blocks oh. to make sure it's a consistent line of, of um, logic. Okay? Okay. So, so what will happen is they got that block, those transactions, and all these computers in the world are working together because they, one of the things about cryptocurrencies is that they're not centralized. They're decentralized. There's not like one bank handling all this. Right. It's a bunch of people's computers around the world. It could be like you could set up your computer to contribute to it you know, right. and, and help with the effort. Um, so, so basically they're doing all that. They verify all the transactions. The transactions might be verified like a hundred times or something like that. And then after they're all verified, the block's going to be encrypted. Mm -hmm. And it's not just encrypted with that block's data. It's encrypted with all the data from all the other blocks from the beginning of when that cryptocurrency started. Okay. okay? All in one package. Okay. So that that chain, that whole sequence is called the blockchain. So that might, that's something you hear in cryptocurrency is the underlying technology of cryptocurrencies is the blockchain, this sequence of how to keep track of stuff. Okay. In a secure way, in yeah. a decentralized way. So the interesting where mining comes in is all those computers, all those people that have their computers or, or huge racks of computers that are doing this work, they are... Um, like they're the ones that are doing the verifications and they're doing the encryption. Now, when the encryption is done at the end, it has to kind of match a certain pattern, like yeah. the, the numbers and letters of it. And if it doesn't match that pattern, then the, the computer has to try to encrypt it again. But this time, what it does is it puts some random bit of information in there, just like some random text, and they call that a nonce. And it's just like they do that to like so that the numbers and the letters at the end, when it's encrypted, hopefully come out to that pattern. Okay. And it might have to try it tons and tons of times. <laughs> but all the computers around the world are competing to try to be the one to encrypt that properly. Um, it, it's actually done – think of it more like groups. So like there might be 387 people over here with all – each one with varying degrees of computers. Some might have racks of them in a warehouse and some might have two computers in their, in their basement. But they're doing it in a pool and it's like more like the pool against pool are competing. Well, one of those pools wins – they get awarded a certain amount of Bitcoin. So it's like wow. getting paid for doing work. They call it the proof of work model. 
Wow. Okay. So, um, so what happens is, so let's say right now the award is like about it's twelve point five bitcoins. It actually halves. It, it used to be twenty five before Whoa. that was fifty. Every two hundred and ten blocks, it halves again. Yeah. But this actually cre- brings new bitcoins into existence, so to speak, because right. those were in circulation before. But the the bitcoins that are, that are that are awarded are distributed among the pool proportionally to how much computer power they provided. So the mining, this is called mining. Right. Yeah. So that that's a sequence of just determining how the the value the value changes, like it, it's so so no mining is the action of using computers to okay. verify the transactions and encrypt the block. Oh properly. okay okay, yeah. got it. Um, I guess the the big thing that people say about it is that it's so volatile. Like obviously it can go up and down just by the second. Does that yeah, well, does, I, does I am, discourage am, you? Just is that the fun of it, maybe, or what? It doesn't discourage me. I can't, I can't, I can't really comment on that on the economic factors behind that volunteer because I don't know crap about. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> don't ask me for that. You can get another guest for that one. Um, but I would say, yeah, you're right. Bitcoin's pretty volatile. Yeah. Um, like compared compared to let's say Ethereum, which is fairly stable in how it improves. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the volatility is. I mean it. You know, people. It's. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, these kind of things are are controlled by many factors, including just popularity. Yeah. You know, and I think right now there's also the factor of like. Um, I think a lot of like big is financial institutions like hedge funds and stuff like that, and are starting to put money into it. So probably when they put into it, they put chunks. Whoa. It spikes. I'm guessing like that's kind of like a phase we're in. Right. Um, from what I've read, that's that's some of the some of the factors. But um, I'm not really concerned that it's going to like totally crash. No. But yet volatility. But you know what? The volatility has an advantage. I mean, instead of you, you think about it, hey, buy on the dips, man. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going to get at. I feel like is there like a way to set it up so that like when it when certain coins hit certain values, you'd be be like, oh, get me fifty dollars of that at that rate, or can you do something like that? Someone said like T deck or T decks. I don't know if that's like a Wait, say, ask me the question again. Someone, like, that's, that was my approach. Like, wait till it dips. So can you set up somehow that when the value gets, like, to a certain level, you can automatically, like, schedule a transaction? Um, I, um, that part of it I don't know very well. But my understanding is there are things like, um, uh, like, uh, I think it's, I think it's like, there's like a limit. Right. Like, you can buy it, like, it's like there's market yeah. Um, buy, market, sell. There's like, I think there's a thing where you can say, I'm going to sell, um, but it has this limit. If it doesn't match it, then it can't do that. I think there's okay. there's like multiple versions of those types of things, and I don't know how long they last. I don't think you can schedule it for a month and say, okay. you know, like, hey, do this in a month from now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like immediate, like immediate time periods or something. But again, that's not my that's not my area of expertise. <laughs> I'm starting to learn about that right now. Yeah, are you do you're doing it mostly just like recreationally on the side and just like drip a little like once in a while, or are you well, all in with right one now, of them? I'm mainly focused on the mining side. Of right, it. right. Okay. Um, I'm, mainly, I'm, I'm mainly focused on doing that as like creating like a cash register where it it mines. Okay. It generates Bitcoin. I cash it out. You know, and I'm. Oh, cool. Bills. That's like cool. that's like the game I'm playing right now. But and then maybe what I'm thinking of like not I'm not so much worried about holding on to Bitcoin as much as I am taking it and maybe finding those cryptocurrencies that are the early on that are really cheap right, right. now that might become the next big one you know that's that's kind of the game to play i think in my mind 
does it feel like bit like cryptos can just turn into like there can be as many cryptos as there are like podcasts right now does it is it gonna get to a point where everyone can create are. a crypto <laughs> <laughs> there probably are um yeah, i don't know if you realize but like the second most popular coin um ethereum is not just a currency in itself it actually is a platform for creating cryptos wow like there are i could show you a list of like there's probably at least a hundred cryptos yeah that are built on top of the ethereum platform wow now now um many of them are what are called icos which are initial coin offerings that basically compare it to an ipo so right. when a company's private and then they they go public on the stock market right. they do an ipo right Right. Well, ICO is like this way where it's like, it's simpler. It's like, okay, we're going to make a coin, you know, of some sort that has some kind of value. Maybe it's traded on their platform and then we're going to sell them and we're going to raise a bunch of like capital this way. We don't have to get venture capitalists, you know, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> um, it's interesting. That's going to create and already is creating some interesting um, effects in like the investing, like the venture investing community. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things I like about it, I like that it kind of like doesn't go by the rules of conventional economics. I kind of like, because, you know, like the dollar is so manipulated and it's so centralized that it's nice to kind of like break that a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. You ever Absolutely. foresee, you ever foresee like stores accepting Bitcoin, you think, or yeah, the no, dollar there are being that, run for no, its that, money? That, there are some places that do that now. I don't know if you realize, but there are actually probably in your city... Bitcoin ATMs. That's cool. Um, don't ever buy it out of there, though. No. Because they, they jack the price. Like, if you go in there, always check. Like, what what number one, a lot of times they charge ridiculous fees. Oof. And they charge... Here's the funny thing you don't realize. They don't have to... Like, if you buy Bitcoin at one of those ATMs, they don't have to sell it at the rate it's at on the exchange right now. Oof. I've seen some Bitcoin ATMs where it's like... And like where Bitcoin was like last week where it was, let's say it was trading at 17. Now it's down like, it's like 15, three right now. Wow. But, but it was trading at 17 and these machines were, were, were saying, yeah, you could buy Bitcoin at 19 something. Whoa. Plus a fee. It's like going to Mexico Maybe for 10... spring break and converting yeah. the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or going, or really the other way. Come from Mexico to, yeah. to, to the United States. <laughs> or Canada. Um, but yeah. yeah so, but like there are those, and I think the big thing that will probably make, I think the major, the tipping point, yeah, will probably be when Amazon starts to take it. Ooh, the world's largest retailer. Yeah, when they start to accept cryptocurrencies. Yep, right, that will be a um, a major motion towards making it mainstream. Yeah, exciting. I, I like yeah I'd like to see the day where the the dollar kind of rivals and pushes gets pushed a little bit that'd be fun I think whatever yeah. diversifies things more than the whole oh, yeah, you yeah. know making everything like the euro is, is terror people hate the euro so yeah okay. I'm also wondering I'm also kind of waiting to see if um, if Facebook decides to create their own crypto ooh they've got the ecosystem for it that'd be that'd be the day to jump in day one yeah, jump definitely. in dump in um good do you know any any curtain new new coins you've heard of that could be sp speculated to be one of those from one to a thousand kind of deals or too early to say state, if i can remember <laughs> disclaimer that i don't know shit about me shit. neither I just know the best stuff that I, 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 
I do a little bit of research, but don't take what I say as anything. No. Uh, to, anyway, the ones that I, some that I found interesting was, um, one was one's called Smart Cash. Okay. Um, they're they're kind of a little known coin. Uh, their main focus is on trying to make kind of instant, like instant pay, make it very easy to use. Mm-hmm. Um, the one particularly compelling thing about them is they have a thing where, um, their developers as they're building and working on what smart cash is going to do right mm-hmm. there's like a reserve of currency that can be used for the community but like when the, or, and which can and they can decide to do different things with it but what happens is anybody can submit a proposal in the community on on a project that could be done related to smart cash mm-hmm. and then the proposal goes up and everyone who holds smart cash can vote oh and you're and you're, you have a vote com- proportional to how much smart you hold oh wow you can literally dictate the course of its development. <laughs> That's one thing. The other interesting thing about Smart Cash it's is It's like the that, Green Bay Packers. They own the team. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the other thing that's interesting, I think, about it is they have this model, and it's intended to be like a uh, uh, price stabilization model, mm-hmm. where any wallet address, it has to be a particular address in the wallet one, that, that holds at least 100, oh, no, 1,000 smart will every 30 days earn more smart oh. automatically huh. right yeah personal to how much they have but the, the rule is you have to have you have to have you can't take anything out of that address any smart out of that address from the 25th of the previous month to the 25th of the next month you can add more in but you can't take anything out and you have to have at least a thousand in there yeah but it's, it's intended as like a um, that's called proof of stake model Brief <laughs> proof of holding, right? As another, it's but it's, it's a stabilization, a currency stabilization model, right? But it's it's interesting. But I like that. The other one that I find is interesting is um, there's one called Basic Attention Token. Okay. That. Um, the interesting thing about that is it was it's created by the founder of that is the guy who created JavaScript, which is which is a web technology that every browser uses today. Well, um, it's. Web, web designing technology every browser uses today he's the creator of that he's also the guy one of the founders of Mozilla Firefox browser right um, so he's got a little bit of clout I'm sure he's got connections so that will help it in its growth mm-hmm. but that is interesting because the whole purpose of it is to to create a new model for how advertising is done online and these tokens would be used both to pay the advertiser and also to reward people for viewing ads oh it's an interesting system he's created. If you go to like like look up basic attention token right. online and go and say watch the little video they have on there, it's very compelling. The other thing is they're also building a brand new browser called Brave oh. that has this technology built in and like like this new way of handling advertising. Right? Yeah. It's um it, it that so that that's really compelling to me. So I I'm investing in that one. That's exciting. That's the next wave. Um, yeah. Cool. Let, let, we'll transition away. This was very in-depth already. Okay, we're going to get back to my talk with Christopher Owens. But first, one way to help this podcast, besides liking and sharing and subscribing and writing your reviews on Apple Podcasts, you can also go to patreon.com slash funnyevan. Uh, there you will see that I am creating this lovely comedy interview podcast of which I've interviewed about 65 almost people. Um, I've inter- actually interviewed 65 people. I have some secret episodes on the way. Um, but you can help me put more time into the show by blowing some energy my way. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can support this podcast. For example, a dollar a month, 
you get the post to my Patreon wall. $3 a month, Awkward with Army certificate, Evan's Awkward Army. $10, actually $5 a month, I'll follow you on Twitter, uh, me and the podcast, or whatever you want. $10 a month, I give you an Evan Wexel smartphone wallet. $25 a month, you get a your own advertisement on the air. I will give you a shout-out. I can promote whatever you'd like. Uh, and then that's that. $50 a month, I will consult you for whatever you need help in. $100 or more a month, you can be my guest on the show. And then finally, there is the title sponsorship at $250 a month. Why not? Why not have my podcast have your mention in it the entire time? So uh, that is a way you can help support. Um, you know, podcasting has costs, takes time. Got to edit these things. Got to post them. And got to round up the guests. So what better way to help this thing grow? Then by going to patreon.com slash funny Evan. Now let's get back to Christopher Owens. Uh, yeah. Let's just get some, some general stuff out of the way. From Jersey all your life? Philly? No, no. Philly. Philly. Philly, Philly boy. Okay. Northeast Philly. So good. I know I don't sound like it. I never say that I don't sound like it. I don't know. I've always spoken properly. I don't, I don't have like the accent. Me the neither. Accent. And I'm from Long Island. So that's, we're lucky people. Um... Yeah. So then, so then, Philly. Then you just migrated your way to South Jersey. I take it. Yeah. When we bought it, when we bought our first house, we cool. went to uh, South Jersey. Okay. Cool. Uh, what What is uh, your Facebook stuff? What 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 takes up your Facebook attention, or what stuff do you create on Facebook? I don't. I don't post a whole lot as an individual. Just random things that I might find interesting. I, I'm actually now. It's it's the it's the crypto group. That yeah. I'm, we're creating the crypto group. The other one would be um, some other just networking related groups, like for my business stuff, like mainly you know, um, um, related to yeah. Usually it's business stuff I'm doing on on Facebook. Okay, dig it. Uh, Anything you can recommend for viewing Netflix, TV, movies? The award season has started. What do you got? What have you seen? Okay, uh, let's see. What have I watched recently? Okay. I really, really love um, on Amazon Prime the Man in the High Castle. Okay. Do you know what that is? I have I have Prime. I haven't seen that yet. Okay, so the Man in the High Castle is basically it's um, it's it's the Nazis and the Japanese won the war, <laughs> and it's now the 1960s. Whoa! The United States is split. Uh, half the United States is the, the, the like two thirds of the United States from the East Coast over into much in the Midwest is the greater Nazi Reich and then the and then there's like a neutral zone and then the, the West Coast is um, Japanese part of the Japanese Empire and then here's the interesting thing <clears throat> so there are these films these reel-to-reel films that are being passed around mm-hmm. there's a resistance that's trying to overthrow you know, it's trying <laughs> to fight against the Nazi right and these films are being pursued both by the resistance and by Hitler he wants these too wow and the thing is about the films here's the weird thing is they show they show the allies winning the war. They show alternate things that never happened in history. Wow. And they are not faked. Wow. And what you find is these are somehow from alternate realities of Earth. I'll leave that I'll leave you with that. Here, okay? Here's my rebuttal to that. Um, this is a degraded version of what you just said. Yeah. Uh, I watch the CW shows and they do crossovers. <laughs> oh, I yeah, so oh, yeah, like, yeah. So like Arrow, Legends oh, yeah. of Tomorrow, Flash, Supergirl, 
have this multiverse, multiple Earth thing. Yeah, Earth, Earth 55, I think, was the one. And Earth, the last Earth one, right? X. Earth X is Earth the X. one where the Nazis yeah. won. And yeah, yeah, Supergirl yeah. Well, was like Well, where the do you Nazi think they general. got the inspiration for that from? That's what I want to know. I that, that, they got it. No, it was from Man in the High Castle. Like, that's the thing. When you watch enough shows all the time, you start to spot when they've watched a different show. They've watched each other's crap. It's like a comic yeah, no, stealing a joke. No, they, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. That they that was from watching the man in the high castle, the writers, and they were like, "We got to do one on this." Uh, I'll bet you anything. Like yeah. I've seen this multiple times where I watch a show and I'm like, "They totally watched this other show." Absolutely, that's where they got the idea from. Um, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> yeah, the only excuse. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So, so that's one. Um, there's uh, I, yeah, I watch all the CW. You know, Flash, Supergirl, um, you know, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. I love all those. I haven't done Legends this year. I just like once the dinosaurs showed up in in LA in present day, I was like, uh, maybe on Netflix. I'm not. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, no, it's good. It's only it's, gotten better. Okay, actually. good. That's good. It's only gotten better. Okay. Um, and Supergirl's actually this is the best season of all of them. Like it's oh, gotten good. a little a little darker. She's gotten a little more badass okay. type of thing. That's what I was looking um, for. I'm one. I'm only. Yeah. I'm still on season one. If I choose to resume it, I just yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's gotten better. I mean, like you know, they they've they've kind of they ironed out the kinks. But um, yeah. um, now on Netflix, obviously Stranger Things both seasons. Those sure. Are awesome. Sure. Um, but there's another one. Have you ever seen um, uh, Sensate? No. Watch this, man! It what is genre? so good. It's called Sense Eight. Oh, Sense Eight! I got gotcha. you. Okay, and it's um, it's done by the Wachowskis, the guys who oh, created yeah. and V for Vendetta. The guys and, that are now the girls. Well, one's a girl. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. One, one is now Lana Wachowski. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. But Sense Eight is really interesting. It's it's very differently done. Um, the gist is. Like there's these eight, there are these eight individuals. The story completely revolves around these eight people, and they're in different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. One's a cop in Chicago. There's a girl who's a DJ in New Zealand, or, or no, no, maybe she's in London. I don't know. Maybe she might have moved. Um, there's um, a guy who's a criminal in Berlin, uh, a taxi cab driver in Africa. There's a, a woman here, like uh, in Korea who is like in in, fi- in business and stuff, and her brother like commits a crime and then frames her and then she goes to jail. Anyway, so there's there's like eight of these people, right? And the concept is that as you as you go through it, you learn that apparently there is another there's a parallel there's another version of the human race. There's a, there's two genetic lines of the human race. And they're living at the same that like, people have not been aware of it. Okay. Other lane are called sensates. And what happens is at some point in their life, they kind of have this awakening. Mm-hmm. And in clusters of eight, they become connected mentally. Like oh, almost wow. like spirit like their soul and their mind are intimately connected. Right. To the point where and like like no one tells them about it, they start to have these experiences where there's two ways they can interact with one another. One is it, like for example, the one guy is in um, the taxi cab driver in in Africa. Mm-hmm. There's a point where he's getting attacked by all these guys, and he doesn't know how to fight. But the girl, the <laughs> Korean girl, is some person, she takes over his body and then kicks everybody's ass. Wow! Right? Um, so it's like they they can um, they can share in that way. They can switch. 
and they can also visit where basically they can have a conversation where the other one will look like they're staying standing in the room with them. No one else can see them. Wow. But basically they're they're, they're it's almost like they're one person all Join consciousness, I guess right? you'd say. Like separate separate consciousnesses but, but intimately connected. Join awareness. Being able to yeah. talk, help each other, right? Right. And there's this shadowy organization that is specifically designing to hunt down all the sensates and wipe them out. Whoa. So it's it's a, such a cool show. It's very character driven. Okay. So um, if somebody doesn't like this character driven shows, you know, um, yeah. then they, I don't know, they might like it as much. But they had two seasons, and then Netflix um, had canceled them, and there was this big backlash. And so Netflix said, okay, okay. Um, and apparently they're going to do a two hour finale, I guess, in the next couple of months. Wow. To be able to wrap the story up, but it's so worth watching. One of the best shows I've seen. So then, how many? There's one season out only right now. There was no. There was the original season. Okay. And then there was a. It basically they did this. It was like they did season one, and then they did this Christmas episode, which was two hours long. Yeah. It was just random by itself. Yeah. And then they released season two, and what they did is they basically called the Christmas episode season episode one of that season. Oh, okay. Had those two seasons. But they're going to release a two-hour finale, like to wrap the story up. Oh, okay. So fans are happy. You okay. Know, okay. So it gets yeah. its fair share. Exactly. Okay. Very nice. Um, and movies, nothing, nothing recently. It's it's the season. I said uh, Star Wars, of course. Sure, sure. Are you, know, you thumbs uh, up? I mean, I don't know why people got. I I had no problem with it. I thought like, because I think if you look back at like even like Empire. Like there's that B storyline of just like Luke's hanging out with Yoda the whole time, just like Ray's hanging out with Luke the whole time. Like I didn't mind any. I don't. I, I don't see any problem with any of it. I mean, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, there's always. I mean, everybody's always gonna yeah. bitch about something comes to something like that. You know, they've always got. I mean, like they've been spending the last, <laughs> you know, thirty years just thinking up all the possibilities of how it could go. You know what yeah. I mean? So. It doesn't match that. It's yeah. not going to be very. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's fine. I mean, they weren't like the first the prequels, so I mean that's good, and uh, they're taking it. No, I did. I I generally I like the prequels. I think the only thing I didn't like about them was the actor that played Anakin. Right. Like, he was, was kind of awful. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, he was, just, he was just he was just horrible. And, yeah. um, you can't say it was the writing. Sometimes in shows, you can say it's the writing. Yeah. Uh, but everyone else was fine except him, so I don't think it wasn't the writing. Um, but I, I liked the stories otherwise. But like I said, I think a lot of people might not have liked it as much because it was it was more of a complicated political storyline. True. And they weren't used to that as much. And yeah. then, yeah, there's always people who bitch about Jar Jar Binks. Whatever, right, right. Who cares? I mean, like, yeah. it's a little comedy relief. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, good. Um, is this your first podcast you've ever done? No. Ah, oh, okay. What what other stuff have you done? Where can we find look up your stuff? Yeah, you're not gonna find much. I think maybe I did one before. Like there was um, for when I was doing a um, crowd when I was working on a crowdfund Kickstarter campaign, which actually didn't didn't fly really. But uh, yeah. for my startup, <laughs> yeah, um, I there was uh, one company that talks about Kickstarter campaigns that I did a little interview with them. Oh, cool. But other than that. Cool. So, is there anything? Oh, uh, last thing for and since our first conversation ever, do you have any questions for me? Let's turn the tables. <laughs> <laughs> um, why are you doing the podcast? Like, what? What is? I, I want to talk to all my Facebook friends one by one. 
I am at sixty something. I have over four thousand. So we'll see how that ends up. It'll be my okay. life's it'll be my life's work. <laughs> it'll be my life's under underfunded work, but it's okay. It is it is fun and it gives me hey, stuff whatever. to do downtime without a family uh near me. So that's good. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Uh cool. Where can people look up your stuff or your startup or um you yeah, well that'd be cool. That's downloadable or yeah, well, okay, I've got, so I've got two companies, and, you know, one is a, a web design business. That's, it, it, that company is InnovaFire. Okay. Uh, InnovaFire Innova Web Solutions, that's, it's I-N-N-O-V-A-F-I-R-E.com. Okay. Um, so that's that, been doing that for about 11 years. And then my tech startup is, you know, it's it's a mobile app, you can find it on the App Store. Mm-hmm. Um, cur- currently, the iPhone App Store only, we're going to soon come out with a web app, but basically, for people out there who like like salespeople, small business owners that like do networking on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and they want to handle that big stack of business cards that's sitting on the corner of their desk that they don't do anything with, right? Then they'd like to follow up with people more easily and send referrals, make introductions more easily. It's called Linksphere, L I N C S P H E R E, and okay. there's you know linksphere.com and linksphere on the App Store, but that's what that is. Cool. And uh, one thing I do in the show notes is I I have like a I'm an Amazon affiliate, so I try to like promote whatever do you have a favorite yeah. amazon product i should promote with your episode or anything you're affiliated with on amazon um well let's see. oh yeah yeah so my uh my wife she's a she's an amazonian um is she's she an got a- asm person yeah yeah okay, she's I'm, an ASM I'm trying to start mine soon okay good. yeah no she's done that so so she's mainly working on her father of the product her father has it's called eucalyptus jack it's okay. a, it's a eucalyptus oil that's used for pain relief. Like you, like you spray it on, it basically opens up the blood blood vessels, helps more blood to flow. Okay. It's used for like it's good for allergies, it's good for um, eczema, you know, it's good for the skin stuff like that. But it's basically just a natural solution for pain and pains and aches and stuff okay. like that. I will I will add that in. Yeah, All right, cool. cool man. Well, Christopher Owens from Philly, now in Jersey. Thanks for staying up late and making it socially awkward. All right. I want to thank Christopher Owens for coming on the podcast. I learned a lot more about Bitcoin and then he mentions there's something called Smart Cash and BAT, Basic Attention Token. I guess that'll be something to look into. I have no idea how to sign up. There's exchanges and then there's mining. I'm not techie like that. I'll just sprinkle some money towards the bitcoins, wait for the dips, and then go from there. Um, If you guys like the podcast in general, please go to Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review and subscribe so the downloads can continue. I think I'm over 12,000 downloads ever for this podcast, which is good. Pretty good. Want to get bigger, bigger. Um, So Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, awkwardwithevan.com for all the old episodes and remember to stay awkward or at least I will thanks for listening go to awkwardwithevan.com to like share and subscribe to the podcast now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow see you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel Wexel Wexel